a space for him. We create a room for him in our life. Hallelujah. Amen. And he's a wonderful God. He's a great God. He's a wonderful. That's why he deserves to be taken care of. That's why he deserves that we may spend our time in his presence. Because actually he's the source of our everything. And it's a one of the greatest pillars of our life. Hallelujah. 
other things are the results. But he alone is the source of our strength. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us go to the word of God, to the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 24, verse number 6. The Bible reads as follows. He said to him, to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do such a thing to my master, the Lord's anointed, or lay my hand on him, for he is anointed of the Lord. With this word, David sharply rebuked his men and did not allow them to attack Saul. And Saul left the cave and went away. On this verse that I sent, I did not send verse number 8, but when I was underlining, I realized verse number 8 is so powerful. Then David went out of the cave and called out, Saul, my Lord, the king, the Saul. Then when Saul looked behind him, David bowed down and prostrated himself with his face to the ground. He said to Saul, why do you listen to them to when men say David is bent on harming you? This day you have seen with your own eyes how the Lord gave you into my hands in the cave. Some urged me to kill you, but I spared you. I said I will not lay my hand on my Lord. Because he is the Lord's anointed. See, my father, look at this piece of your robe. In my hand, I cut the corner of your robe, but did not kill you. Did not kill you. See that there is nothing in my hand to indicate that I'm guilty of wrongdoing or rebellion. I have not wronged you but you are hunting me down to take my life. May the Lord judge between you and me. May the Lord avenge the wrongdoing you have done to me, but my hand will not touch you. As all saying, from evildoers come evil deeds, so my hand will not touch you. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow, how powerful it is. You know, it's so wonderful. It's so glorious. It's so powerful that um, we go through the word of God and um, we learn. We learn from the word of God. One of the reasons why we are going through the word of God is that we may learn. We may be taught of God. We must understand the principles of the word. The principles of God, the way of doing things, the way of approaching things of God. Otherwise, sometimes we may never know what is right and what is wrong. But through the word of God, we are able to learn from how others who have walked with God. Like now we are learning here from David, how God walked with David. Some principles and revelations that God gave to David. That one of the things, do not touch the Lord's anointed. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Do not do what? Do not touch the Lord's anointed. Listen to me. Saul was a king. Saul was anointed. But Saul was after David to kill him. He was not after him to negotiate. He was not after him to play around. He was after him to kill. But the Bible says that as he's after David to kill, because God was with David, of course, at this time God was not with Saul. The Bible said that Saul entered one of the caves where David and this man was. And he could not realize that David was there. And the Bible said that David had a chance because Saul, I think, was sleeping there. Others were saying that you have got your enemies, time to kill your enemies, time to finish Saul. But David said he rebuked his men. And he said that the Lord forbid I should do such a thing to my master. He's calling him my master, even though by this time he's after against his life. Even though by this time he is fired. Actually, by this time, he's already what? He's fired. He's no longer serving under Saul. He's no longer playing the harp for Saul. Hey, okay, let me, something, there's something there. Because also David has left his office that he was doing in the house of Saul. That means the demons which were attacking Saul for Saul to do the wrongdoing. This time, they are not attacking Saul. This time, they are staying. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Before those demons that was made, that made David to live in the house of Saul, where he could be worshiping God for those spirits to leave Saul, then this time they were no longer attacking. This time they have possessed. There is a difference between when the demon attack. The demon that attack is the demon that you are fighting against. Are you know what I'm saying? Is the demon that you are fighting against. Is the demon sometimes which is outside. But the demon which is inside is not attack, it, it, it does not attack. It, pos- it is possessed. It has token control. It chooses what that person must do. It chooses what that person must not. Because it is what it has possessed. The one, the demon that attacks, that demon does not have authority. It's just that it is trying to attack it is trying to interfere that demon is outside but the demon that has taken over it is possessed most of the people who are demon possessed they are not aware most of the people who, who are aware of certain demons is because that demon is what is attacking are you hearing what i'm saying hey. But to some people who the demon have dwelt, sometimes they might just see the results. They don't see the demon. They just see the result of what the demon is doing. But some, most of the people who the demon has possessed, they are not aware. They think everything is fine. That's this time, that's when the demon, is just something to highlight. The demon that was attacking Saul, that demon this time, it, was, it has taken full control of Saul. Saul now was after David. Hallelujah. 
But the Bible said that when David got a chance to destroy his former master, his former boss, the Bible said that, David said that, I'm not going to do such a thing. I'm not going to touch the Lord's anointed or lay my hand on him. He is anointed of the Lord. We need to be, to have that kind of attitude and the character and the principle and the policy that you go like, I will not fight those who are anointed. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Even though it happens to find people talking about against the certain servant of God, you don't add. Sometimes if it takes you, you just keep quiet, nice. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. What are you respecting? You are respecting an oil. You are respecting anointing. When you respect their oil, the Lord will protect your oil. Hallelujah. Listen to this one very carefully. The Bible said that when David was rebuking, that I'm not, we, we don't have to do such a kind of a thing. Also, his men are learning from this that it is dangerous to touch the Lord's anointed. It doesn't matter whether this man is wrong because this man was wrong. Saul was wrong. Saul is ch- chasing David. But David said, that, no, I'm not going to touch him. Even though it's wrong, I'm not going to be the one who annihilate him. Let me tell you this. We're going to find it as we go further. You realize that even the day that a man says that I've now avenged your enemies, David, and say, what have you done? Say, I've killed Saul. David said that that man who took his hand and touched the, and killed the man of God, even though he was not the one, he said that he must be killed. Hallelujah. Amen. Because he has touched their oil. Then one of the things that we must do, we must protect other people's anointing. Another thing that I want you to get this one. We must protect also our seniors' offices. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. There is somebody whom you're under. It may be somebody whom you're under at work. Somebody whom you're under doesn't matter on this organization. Sometimes we must protect their office. We must not attack their office. You know, sometimes because of the situation, we are tempted to to talk against. We are tempted to attack, but sometimes protect that office as that person is your senior. Hallelujah. Because one day you are going to find yourself on that chair. One day you are going to find yourself in that office. One day you are going to find yourself a manager. One day you are going to find yourself a CEO. One day you are going to find yourself an owner. And if you have now have sown that kind of a seed, oh God forbid, we must not reap, reap every evil bed that we have sown. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because how you treat somebody's office, it might determine how you will be treated. Then it's very, very much important that we must pray for the grace. It takes God. 
are, are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Some of the things of applying the word of God, applying the right principles, it takes God. It does not take your, your ability. It does not take your effort. It takes what? God to help you to do what is right. That's why we are fellowshipping with God so much. By the time that we have to do, God must enable us to do what is right. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you can see soul. Soul is just chasing you for nothing. Soul is just chasing David for nothing. But it was David who, said, who tried to show Saul some lessons. Say that you see, he cut the edge. He said that you see, I'm not fighting against you. I'm not trying to fight against. I'm not trying to kill you. Those people who are telling you that I want to kill you, it's a lie. If I wanted to kill you, this is David now. I would have killed you. Look, look, I would have killed you. But because I respect the office, because I respect the anointing, I didn't. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know, sometimes the reason you are enemy, some people are fighting against you, is because somebody have lied to them. Somebody have told the wrong information about you. I say, whoever talking the wrong information about us, let them be silenced in Jesus' name. Amen. Whoever is talking, telling our enemy the wrong information to cause some people to fight against us, to cause some people not to listen to us, to cause some people to fight against us for nothing. What? Ever they have said, may God change it in Jesus' name. Amen. Let that person be exposed that is lying against us. Amen. Because there are some people who this person hate you for nothing. These people, they don't hate you. They just have had some wicked people saying, ah, that one is talking against you. That one is doing this and that, which you are not even doing which you are not even you have not even done is just some jealous people Amen. may those people who are jealous against us be silenced in jesus name Amen. as we are speaking like this angels are going to silence them Amen. the holy ghost is changing those lies in the name of jesus I can see many of those who are our enemies are beginning to change their attitude in Jesus' name. Amen. They will begin to see the truth and they will be our friends in Jesus' name. Amen. Because that's what happened to Saul. Say, ah, seriously, David? I was in the hands of David. David did not kill me. David is not planning to kill me. Ah. What are these people saying? This means they just want me and the son of Jesse to fight for nothing. May those who think you are against them see the truth from today in Jesus' name. Amen. May God make peace wherever we need peace in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Amen. You know, the devil wants people to fight for nothing. The devil wants people to hate you for nothing. Poor devil. Huh? Poor devil. Huh? Hallelujah. Amen. But God is letting us to pass through this word of God that he can rectify something that the devil has, has caused to be wrong. Some relationship he has destroyed for nothing. Some people he make them to turn against us for what? For nothing. You have been wrongly accused. Wherever we have been wrongly accused, may the Holy Ghost intercede for us in Jesus' name. Amen. Where every, where everywhere where they have lied about us, I say may angels appear and rectify in Jesus' name. Amen. I can see some people who we have not talked to we have not talked to for a long time, they are about to come back and apologize. Amen. They are about to call you and begin to talk well. Amen. Because sometimes it was a pure demon who it was just talking against. See, ah, you see that person? Hey, now, now, are, are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. And it was all a lie. The truth shall prevail in Jesus' name. Wow. So it was David. David was now opening the eyes of Saul. That Saul, I'm not fighting against you. It's a lie. I don't want to kill you. I don't want to overthrow your kingdom. I still want to save you. The Bible says he bowed down. Hey, he's seeing the enemy. He even, he even bowed and said, Hey, Saul, I don't want to kill you. Saul, he even called him my master. He even called him my king. And the Bible does not say that David fought for himself. I, let me tell you this. This is one of the greatest strategy. I'm talking about this is in the physical, not even in the spiritual. Are you what I'm saying? Amen. A strategy of fighting warfare. You know, if you want your enemy for God to avenge them, don't fight them. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. If you want somebody, for somebody who's attacking you hey, physically, for the Lord to deal with them nicely, don't deal with that person. Hand them over to God. I don't know whether you're hearing what I'm saying. That's what happened now. The Bible said that David said that may the Lord be the judge between you and me. May the Lord avenge the wrongdoing you have done to me. But may my hand will not touch you. Listen to this one. Instead of David taking a sword and kill Saul, he not. He hand him over to the Lord. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's what we're talking about, this, this strategy that you don't physically, when you, whether you know this person is a witch, physically you know that this person is a, but don't change, change word. Act in love, 
but you hand him them over to the Lord. How? In prayer. This is the biggest weapon of warfare. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. It's the biggest weapon of what? Of warfare. When you hand over somebody to God, hey, the Bible said that it is dangerous things for everybody, anyone to fall into the hand of God. It is dangerous. This was the one, it was better, you can say that, if David was fighting Saul physically. I mean, in, for Saul's behalf. But if David was fighting like this, because David is a man of God. David is anointed just to speak that God must judge Saul. Oh, it is too much on the head of Saul. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You know, as a, as, as a Christian, we must not fight physically. We fight spiritually. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. We don't fight what? We don't fight physically, but we fight where? Spiritually. Hey, when we are fighting in the spirit, our weapons of warfare, the Bible said that they are not carnal. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. They are mighty, they are powerful, even to demolish the stronghold. That's what I'm talking about. It's found in the book of 2 Corinthians. Let us just pass by there. You know, tonight, tonight we're going to be praying more and more than the word of God. When you, we don't even know what we're going to talk about tonight because it's going, to, we're going to, it's going to be out of this world because we have waited upon the Lord so, so much. Praying for at least two hours. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 10, verse number 4. The Bible says that the weapons we fight with are not of this of the world. On the contrary, they've got divine power to demolish the strongholds. They've got divine power just to speak that word. Many things are happening in the spiritual realm which will manifest where in the physical realm. Are you what I'm saying? Amen. This prayer that David has said concerning Saul, you will hear very soon God answering it. Uh, uh, David, hey, you have brought too much to the head of Saul. By mere words, our words are not empty. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. Our words, our prayers are dangerous. Amen. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. That's why I feel pity for any witch who can try to come during the night. I feel pity for any tokolosh. I feel pity for every demon that can try to attack. You should see what that fire is doing. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You shall see what power of prayer does in the spiritual realm. Not on the physical. What you see, you are just seeing the sign. The sign. What but what happens in the spiritual realm? We are releasing missiles, dangerous weapon that does not massage. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. You know, I once said that it is better if somebody wrong you to hit them with a clap. If you hit somebody with a clap, uh, okay, uh, you have led them off to the judgment of God. But the Bible said that if you want somebody to be well taken of, 
you deal with them spiritually. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. That's what the Bible said that in the book of Romans. Can you go to the book of Romans chapter 12? La Kapasotaraba. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse number 17. Do not repay anyone for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible said that do not repay anyone for what? For evil. Okay, verse number 19. Do not take revenge, my dear friends. Leave the room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will avenge, says the Lord. Okay, this is now when you are, because when you release the missiles, it's no longer you hitting. It is God hitting on your behalf. Hallelujah. Amen. Then the Bible is a dangerous thing when you hand over somebody to what? To God. Are you get what I'm saying? Amen. Like what David was doing here, it was so dangerous to Saul. To say, let God be the... And that day, you know, Saul was not the man of the spirit. Think, ah, David is leaving me. But to say, may the Lord be the judge between you and me. May the Lord avenge the wrong that uh, you have done to me. Hey, it was dangerous. This is an anointed man of God. His words don't fall down after he said that Jehovah is going out to go and avenge. After he said that angels have been released. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Then, if you want to deal with somebody nicely, deal with them where? In prayer. Are you going to say? Amen. Hand them over to God, in which many of them, if you see that this is too small, okay, don't, don't, don't pray these dangerous prayers. These are dangerous, dangerous prayers. That is only for those stubborn enemies. It's only for those who are in the kingdom of darkness that you need to retaliate like this. Are you getting what I'm saying? Not to the ordinary person because you are there is you are releasing a spiritual army. I want to tell you today there is an army behind the what a believer. The army of God, the army of angels, Jehovah. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. And he does not fight fair. We saw that in Egypt. In Egypt, he fight with a fly, he fight with weather, he fight with a fly, he fight with anything. He fight rough. If you ask Pharaoh, you will tell you, hey, Jehovah does not fight fair. Hallelujah. You know, this is a midday service. I want to say to you, say, my day is blessed. My day is blessed. 